0: back to the let's call it nothing podcast where we discuss all things fangirl fan we are back today with a more fourth wing by miss rebecca mrs rebecca yaros yes she is married she has the r in hers my my students like to point out how i don't and they want to oh. know when i want to get it in there and i'm like that's a great question know anyone of age you, <laughs> you got willing. any uncles <laughs> got any
1: cute uncles really older brothers
0: you know but anyway fourth wing wild times uh last time zayden and violet were training together and they had just finished squad battle squad battle where violet and her squad stole a map from her mom's office and it was a big old deal zayden was tipping his hat for her big old deal (laughs) big old deal that's
2: not what but big old deal pickle
0: (laughs) big old pickle um and zayden tipped his hat and I think that's the corniest thing I think I've ever I showed heard in my you life. what it would look like, and then I did a Reese, and then I did a lot of the other boyos. I did all yeah. the Bat Boys, all the Throne of Glass boys, and they were fun. Yeah, I couldn't think of like Hunt. Like I feel like I don't know enough about him, so I couldn't dig into Crescent City yet. You
1: just had to have the wings on the back, I guess.
0: I could probably do Tharian because you know you get your legs, and then you're like, whoa, hold whoa, up. yeah. <laughs> Ethan's just like shifting back. It's just kind of oh there. Well, I'm here. Yeah, great. <laughs> Where's my sister? Where is she? But yeah, we're on chapter 26 now. We are. It starts off with our little epigraph, which says, There is no stronger bond than that between two mated dragons. It goes beyond the depth of human love or adoration to a primal, undeniable requirement or proximity. of prox- One-, One cannot survive without the other. That is from Colonel Kaori's field guide to dragon kind. It's of uh- Yeah. There's another typo, so I've, I figured it out, but thanks. So, <laughs> Violet Squad won the squad battle. Crazy things were happening. Despite Peyton Yesterby, Yesterby, mm-hmm. yesterday can't. being like, D- do we even fig- find out that they won? It's mentioned later on. I was looking at the first page, you know. you like, they didn't mention
1: I totally skipped over it. It, it was an idiotic you're, moment You're off me. your game. I am off my game
0: the pneumonia really took it out of you it did it took the air out of me for sure that's what <laughs> happened i lost brain cells that is exactly what happened have been <laughs> i don't know what my excuse is but here i am <laughs> they are currently going to an outpost for the week as their prize with a grand prize this is about to be so great violet doesn't oh my gosh violet doesn't violet didn't think I think that was me. Violet didn't think she was going to make it through the six-hour-long dragon ride, and I'm like, "Girl, I can't imagine your thighs, your hoo-ha, your butt. Like riding a horse hurts long enough. Like imagine." Even <laughs> I'm not gonna say the details, but I mean, it's, it's there. It's scaly like, back. To squeeze your legs for so long. Mm-hmm. Scaly back. It's cold. <laughs> you got no scarf.
2: I ain't got no scarf. I ain't got no scarf.
0: Nadine, halfway jokingly states. That she's dying from the ride. Violet genuinely is like, she she is dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same. Same. Nadine's like, I was joking. Violet's like, oh, same. Dana and Professor Devera greet the commander. The commander welcomes the cadets to Montserrat. When Rhiannon inhales deeply and looks toward the mountains, Violet asks if she's okay. Rhiannon only supplies but with-
1: She only supplies with later...
0: She replies with the statement of later. She replies later. When they reach their room, Rhiannon tells Violet that her hometown is an hour away on foot. Violet tells her not to say anything to anyone, but they will figure out a plan to get there. Once again, Violet like picks and chooses what... She's like, oh, we will sneak out of this outpost in this part, this part of town, we know nothing about. In this
1: very dangerous, In this
0: very dangerous climate outside of our wards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Let's go. Let's go. But God forbid you smoke a little weed on <laughs> <God> campus.
0: <for laughs> you smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> that the Almighty Wing Leader is trying to give you. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So they'll figure out a plan to get out of there. Dane oh. knocks on the door and tells them to head out major quad is that the name major quad gives them a tour of the outpost I Think it might be quade but <laughs> major quade gives them a tour of the outpost i'll just pick and choose which one is right as the major gives his spill spiel or like riddick stands stands there making funny remarks and violet tries not to laugh when dane turns around and gives them a look violet's smile disappears dane asks, what that was for Violet, in sense, but then he keeps on pressing the issue because he's Dane Atos, and that's what he does. She says she's just remembering the guy he used to be, and she, like, considers from minute, She's like, should I just, like, lie to him? And then I, she's like, you know what? No, I'm going to tell him straight up what I was thinking. She does.
1: Also, it is Major Quaid.
0: <laughs> Major Quaid. Dane takes offense, but he doesn't have time to say anything else. A group of riders comes back from patrol. Violet hears her name called and turns to see Mira, sister sister Mira, standing in there. Mira pulls her into a hug and all of Violet's memories since the since the parapet Come flooding back. Remembers like everyone's like, I made it this far. I made it to see my sister. I can't I'm believe here.
1: you know everything that's happened so far that Mira knows nothing about. So there was
0: like that overwhelming feeling with her mom that kind of got squashed within seconds. Mm-hmm. And then there's this with Mira, who she was obviously much closer to, where takes over her. Mira keeps chanting how Violet is alive, and Violet tells her she's not an only child—a callback to their joke from the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Imogen mothers that soaring Gales are weird. Jane smiles, saying she has no idea. Mira tells him to shut up before remember before demanding I can't read. Before demanding Violet tell her everything. Two days later, yeah. <laughs> while Mira time skip. While Mira is on patrol, Rhiannon and Violet sneak out of the outpost. Taryn tells them not to get caught. Don't get caught. Good luck with any typo. Then
1: Violet almost immediately runs into. Literally, Mira.
0: Literally, Mira. Yeah, he runs into there. We go. That was me. Sorry,
1: <laughs> I didn't change it. Those. Was... <laughs> then Violet almost literally runs into.
0: Our...
2: Oh, okay. Moving on. It's <laughs> immediately
0: and literally that. Yeah. We get mm-hmm. it. She runs. She barges into her sister. About knocks Plows her out into her. If like. Violet
1: was any bigger, Mira wouldn't. Ma- and Mira wasn't shaped like a linebacker. Mira would not <laughs> have made it. I'm kidding. Mira is shaped wonderfully. Just she's a lot bigger than Violet. Yeah. Mira lectures Violet for not checking corners. Violet <laughs> says she just wasn't expecting to uh run into her, who was s- while she was supposed to be on patrol. Mira explains Violet was acting strange. And earlier at dinner, so she switched shifts. Then she asks why uh, Violet and Rhiannon are sneaking out. The two girls are reluctant to tell her at first, but Violet (laughs) turns to Rhiannon saying, Mira will figure it out anyway. Rhiannon explains her family doesn't live very far. Mira tells them, They can't leave. Violet explains that Rhiannon's sister just had a baby, and if Violet had a baby and Mira couldn't be there, she would do everything in her power to see her. Violet then invites her to come along. Mira agrees and then threatens them if they
0: ever tell anyone about this. Don't you dare tell anyone I did this. An
1: hour later, Mira and Violet sit on a bench in Rhiannon's family's house. While Rhiannon rocks her nephew, Violet quietly thanks Mira for helping. Mira says Violet would have done it with or without her. She this way she could just keep her safe. Mira asks Violet about any other rules she's broken. Violet explains, "Just a few here and there,"
0: with a smile on her face. yeah I've
1: chosen wisely which ones I break. Thank you." And then tells her she's gotten really, really good at poisoning her opponents before a challenge. Mira is shocked but explains that she didn't think of anything other than hoping violet would live then she managed to bond with a powerful dragon and a feather tail mira tells violet that she's a huge badass violet tells mira their mom wouldn't would disagree because she hadn't manifested her power mira tells her to quit blocking her powers by thinking their mother is involved her powers are hers alone violet quickly changes the subject by asking mira about a new the new scar on her neck mira explains it was a griffin and cranston i only bring up the town because of violet but violet never heard anything about cranston in battle brief
0: i've never heard anything about cranston
1: anyway <laughs> violet admits that they are intentional she's like hey mira i got something to tell you
0: I Got some deep to tell
1: you. i think they're keeping stuff from us
0: and mira goes no sh-t,
1: sherlock
0: <laughs> do you she's think like, you-? violet you're so
1: pretty She's like, do you think they give you classified information? And Violet's like, no. And then Violet's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, do, you, or do you get told everything? And Mira's like, only what I'm supposed to know.
0: Okay, but whenever they found that letter, whenever her and Liam found mm-hmm. that letter. It wasn't then, like, classified. It wasn't classified. Mm-hmm. And she was confused about why that wasn't discussed. So the whole, like, whether or not it's classified, like, shouldn't mean anything to her anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. But violet doesn't point that out and amira thinks that's what she's talking about and maybe this in cranston was classified mira says only uh when violet asks if they tell her anything mira says only what we need like i could have sworn i saw a riot of dragons across the border during this attack but questions about secret operations are above my pay grade think of it this way if you were a healer would you need to know the details about everyone else's patient violet tells her no so i think this is uh, interesting and the fact that there's dragons alongside the griffins and we'll get to that later mira asks what happened between her and Dane. violet explains that she needed a change to survive and dane wouldn't let her then she explains that the whole amber situation and zayden's situation have really strained things
0: it's a little messy right now mira a little messy
1: i love your r <laughs> anyway it's okay mira tells oh sorry that's right that's right we switched that's why there's, that's why there's an r on the page sorry I got
2: distracted by your horror. Mira tells her Amber did that to herself after breaking the codex. Then she asks if it is true that Zayden saved her that night. Violet tells her Zayden is a complicated subject. Mira reminds her that she warned her to stay away from him. Violet states Tarn didn't heed her warning. She goes on to say that if Zayden hadn't shown up or if she didn't sleep in armor that night, she would have died. Mira expresses her pride in the dragon scales working. Violet asks if she's told their mom about the armor. Mira tells her she told leadership and they said they would look into it.
0: There's just a lot of things throughout these books so far mm-hmm. that like leadership doesn't take advantage of, like using resource and everything, protecting mm-hmm. their writers. Yeah. That I think is really interesting. I mean, Peyton was taking or making a point earlier about how like they only want the strongest one. So why would they give them mm-hmm. the help and the resources? And we see throughout this, you know, Violet getting help mm-hmm. and everything and still being a strong writer yeah so i think that's something that like will i i can rely on that kind of being something that's mm-hmm. continued throughout the series maybe mm-hmm. not in the way that i want it to be because i don't yeah. know if i trust rebecca at this point but like there's some other stuff in the second book that i recognized about the best guy leadership and mm-hmm. everything that
1: there's some cracks that we we've, yes. we've seen and this kind of plays
0: into mm-hmm. it the whole oh we'll look into it and then you know they're not looking into it. They're just it. like,
2: can't believe she asked that.
1: It's out. such a, it's a, it's a bureaucratic yeah. response. Like, oh, we'll look into it and then never do mm-hmm. anything. Yeah,
2: it's interesting. They look over to see Rhiannon kissing her nephew's cheek. Violet tells Mira their family was never this happy. Mira recalls curling up with their dad and reading her favorite book. When Violet,
1: Violet. Oh, right, like they're all together and they're reading Violet's favorite book. Sorry.
2: Who's recalling it? Mira. Okay. When Violet reminds her that Mira made her leave that book, Mira informs her that she has it. Mira will never know. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs>
0: Mira tells her that. Uh, that's just a different form of that sentence. Yeah. And the book is going to—is that it's going to play a part? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the one that's going to play a part.
1: It's got some stuff in it. It's got like, okay. like venom and huh? stuff. What's that? yeah well it says it right here in the in this part of the book like oh, really, are man. you relating yeah. it's like venens and griffins and all this stuff and what yeah.
0: that stuff was we definitely mentioned the earlier chapter, yeah so mm-hmm.
2: mira and violet step out to give rihanna some privacy to say goodbyes to her family Violet notes Tarn has been silent violet to her sister asking if she's ever been stationed with mated pairs mira tells her no and asks why violet says she wonders how long they can stay apart <laughs> turns out about three days is their max zayden steps out of the shadows
0: oh he's <laughs> just like oh where'd he come from i love
1: it i love how he just pops out it. of shadows just whenever he feels like it like how long has he been there in shadow my
0: questions
2: okay Revas continuing yes chapter 27 in the epigraph for valor above and beyond the call of duty in the battle of Strathmore, where her bravery resulted not only in the destruction of a battery behind enemy lines but also saved the lives of an entire company of infantry. I recommend Mira Soringel receive the Star of Navarre. But if the criterion is not met, which I assure you it has been, downgrading to the order of the Italian would be a shame, but sufficient recommendation for award from major Potsdam to general soaringale
1: i love how they just like have to write this letter to be like your daughter deserves this award and i know you're hard on her and i don't i you know she deserves this honor but if you're not gonna give it to her at least give her the one, the downgrade from it
0: that was also a mouthful it is
2: that one sentence mm-hmm. went on for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: old now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. hmm.
2: We start off this chapter again back at the outpost. Riddick, while sitting with feet propped on a table in the briefing room, asks if they all if all they can do is sit and wait for the battle brief slash hypothetical for the outpost. Mira tells him yes and to get his feet down. The squad is split into two groups. Violet's group consists of Dane, Riddick, Liam, Emery, Quinn and a tag-along, Zayden.
1: I wonder if like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but Liam's always with uh, uh-huh. intentionally with Violet, but I wonder if it's ever like a sign that he won't be there and he has to make deals with people like, hey, I'll whittle you this. I'll whittle you. I will you. <laughs> I'll whittle you. <laughs> Oh, will whittle, whittle you will you a figure i'll
0: whittle you i'll whittle you i'll whittle, whittle,
1: whittle you i wit- like whittling. will you, you want something whittled for you so that's my that's my theory is that Liam makes deals in order to be <laughs> right half of them, he's
0: like i'll whittle you this and they're like no really it's fine like we can just <laughs> switch and he was like no really like dragon, was, what kind of dragon do you have again? I can whittle that. And they're look. like, no, it's fine. We can switch. And he's like, but, but seriously, <laughs> I can whittle. <will. laughs> i like, whittling. <laughs> you sound like you have like <laughs> a, a
1: speech <laughs> issue. <laughs> Are you making fun of that? Because that's derogatory. Um, derogatory? <laughs> anyway, but Liam, I don't know. I just see him like trying to make deals and then. I was trying to think of which one he could switch with because we know Rhiannon would never, like, if she was with Violet and he was like, please, can we switch? She'd be like, absolutely not. And then I was thinking maybe Sawyer Mm -hmm. because Sienna wouldn't care. I don't know if she's. I don't think she's on here. Yeah. Sienna would tell him no just because he's marked and all that. So I'm like, Sawyer's probably the guy yeah. that shes he's always and switching with.
0: Liam was definitely like, I'll whittle you this. <laughs> and Sawyer's like, You don't have, you have to. to. <laughs> it's not that
1: important. I know you and Rhiannon had a thing. Do you want <laughs> he some figurines of you too? <laughs> and he's like, Absolutely not. <laughs> it was a one time thing. Please <laughs> don't mention <laughs> here's a commemorative figurine of I me. Mean. <laughs> Liam just has like couple figurines of everybody he's already got Zayden and Violets just made his ships.
0: <laughs> <laughs> his- and anytime they go to an outpost he has to like you know unpack his bag and mm-hmm. he like puts them on display and of course he's not so shipping. like his Funko pop dolls
1: <laughs> he's not shipping a certain somebody with Sawyer because
0: uh-huh. he's shipping himself with <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's my theory and I'm sticking to it
0: <laughs> Liam's got his eyes on someone else so <laughs> okay Reba, you can read your last two lines <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got distracted over
1: all right tangent over I'm serious now <laughs>
2: Violet claimed he has been the biggest distraction since he popped up last night. Dane just glares at him and makes snide remarks. Zayden. Zayden. They're talking about Zayden. Mira
0: has been keeping her eye on Zayden. And Violet can't seem to keep her eyes to herself. She's doing what she does and swooning over him constantly. Talking about his eyes and pools of onyx and all kinds of bull****. <laughs> Mira asks what they, could, they would do. If the enemy outpost crossed two miles near the borderline.
1: If they set up an outpost, sorry. They set up an outpost. That
0: makes more sense, but I don't know what they're talking about. War strategy. They all question how they can make an outpost so quickly. Okay, it makes sense now. Mira says this is purely a hypothetical. Then she turns and asks Dane what he would do. Dane asks what the outpost is made of. Mira tells them they're taking this too literally. Quinn asks why the civilians didn't call for help in the scenario. Who's talking? It's Quinn. She says, protocol calls, oh my gosh, protocol calls for a distress signal this far into the mountains. They should have lit their distress beacon, alerting patrolling riders as at which time the dragons on patrol would have told all available dragons in the area. The very rider in this room would have mounted first as the reaction force and the others would have woken the re- from their rest, allowing riders to prevent the loss of of the keep in the first place i don't know what any of that means but anyway
1: so basically it they're told it the cadets are told oh well they're so far out they should have lit like a signal like a like a the civilians like the yeah the civilians yeah. should have lit like a fire yeah, i get the signal yeah. and then the riders here should have went out while the others were assigned to protect the keep okay. that way this wouldn't happen
0: mm-hmm. Mira points out everything they learn in Basquiat is in theory, not real life, and things could go sideways fast. She's trying to show them what to do in those situations. Quinn shifts uncomfortably as Mira turns to ask the third years how many have ever been called to duty. Emery and Zayden raise their hands, except Zayden barely gestures. Because he has to be cool about it. It's, It's the guy, hand up. I,
1: um... I halfway think Zayden is a neckbeard, but that's just, like, my funny take on it. Like, he's tipping his hat, he's calling her lady, and now he's just, like, because he's trying so hard to be cool. That's
0: (laughs) emphasis on trying. (laughs) It's just us making fun of the main characters, like, in any book that we read. Ever. (laughs) So this is from the book. Dane looks like his head is about to explode. (laughs) That's not correct. We're never called into service until graduation. Zadian presses his lips in a tight line and nods, giving him a sarcastic thumbs up. See what I mean. <laughs> yeah, all right. Emery laughs. Just wait until next year. I can't count how many times we're the ones sitting in these very rooms in the Midland Ports because their riders have been called to the front for an emergency. The color drains from Dane's face. It's like, I mean, Violet goes by the book. But Dane goes by the book. Yeah. He and he thinks he he's a know it all. He thinks he knows Yeah. What
1: happened in their childhood to make them love the rules so much?
0: That's the question. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Daddy Atos Mm -hmm. and Mama Sorengel. You think so? Yes.
1: You live by that codex, you die by that codex. Do you understand? Yeah, it
0: wasn't Daddy Sorengel.
1: No. Because he's
0: all about his research on feather tails, evidently, 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 that we never see, and other things. Mm-hmm. And then Mama Atos, i don't think she exists. Mm-hmm. If she did, she's probably a very passive player. I gotta say,
1: she is the homemaker. Yeah. That, so that coddled Dane his entire uh-huh, life, uh-huh. and is like, you know, you'll marry Violet one day, so you need to,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> treat your woman right. Mm-hmm. But then he's seeing Yeah, gosh. Yeah, I think that's what happened. That's the psychology of Dane. (laughs) That's the psychology of Dane. (laughs) There's so much more of it throughout the series, so buckle up. Mira wants them to pretend they are the only squad available and ask what powers will help them with their objective. Liam tells her Bazgayeth doesn't teach that to first years. We don't know about that yet. (laughs) When Mira glances down, acknowledging his markings, Liam doesn't shy away or try to hide them. That's one of those things where like, like how prejudiced is mira Mm -hmm. and like how much how much of it is she just like questioning other things you Mm -hmm. know i think there is some prejudice definitely
1: there's definitely prejudice and also violet sees this as you know she never realized how the marked ones had it but when now that they're on the outside she's seeing more prejudice and also she's like but i really can't do anything like i was prejudiced when mm-hmm. i first started this mm-hmm. so she calls herself out for that
0: violet clears her throat and gives mira a look not to mess with her friends mira tells them that baz gaia focuses on the first year staying on their dragons but this exercise will help them with strategy and will be an advantage during war games
1: war games is the big like graduation mm-hmm. thing yeah. i don't know if we've established that or not
0: mira asks who will be in charge Dane says, I should be in charge. Liam pipes up saying, hey, their wing leader is here. Zaden makes the most sense. Zaden says they can pretend he's not here and let Dane have the leadership they know he craves before Zaden drapes an arm over the back of Violet's chair. Power move. It was definitely a power, power move. move. It's like, I'm here, but I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. Well, am i dragon but i'm here for her Mm -hmm. my gal she don't know Mm -hmm. she my gal yet but she my gal yeah she's not yours
1: and that's why i'm putting her (laughs) this arm around her
0: violet whispers to him not to be a dick zayda mentally tells her that she hasn't even seen him start violet is shocked to hear him in her head and turns to him like what the was that he tells her mentally that she is staring It's like, finally, I can tell her she is staring at me right now. Everyone notices. Violet asks how he's communicating with her. Zayden tells her it's through Taryn and Sigal's mating bond. He then states he wished he would have tried it sooner just to see the look on her face. He then winks and turns back to the group. And Violet's like, he winked at me. I like... He says he wish he would have told her so i i just like there had to be thoughts and stuff that she like projected towards him or whatever mm-hmm. and he caught that's why like i focused so much on the italics earlier mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and like at one point earlier i was like in italic she thought mm-hmm. this in one of the previous chapters mm-hmm. like i think he heard that mm-hmm. came rushing in and he was just like violet yeah hello <laughs> hello yeah, he kind of... He
1: knew because she would project stuff, and so he... And he can read this stuff more easily. And so some things were qu- questioned later on, and I'm like, no, because it's this bond. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. It's very interesting, and obviously he figured it out, but I've been wondering how long he's known mm-hmm. and has kept it from her, <laughs> and why now?
0: At one point, I'm sure she was just projecting about...
1: How purdy he How was. How purdy
0: he was. Mm-hmm. Or like telling herself to snap out of it. And mm-hmm. he caught that and he was just like, Where'd that come from?
1: <laughs> Where is that? And you'll notice now it like his mental thing, it's so flirty. Yeah. It is so flirty. Like him like just sitting there He's trying
0: to be ReSAM.
1: Yeah. He's like <laughs> blank, but The mental his mental communication is so flirty so i wonder if that is how it started is that she started talking about how hot he was or something and he's like i like this i'm gonna do it back to (laughs) her
0: (laughs) i'm
1: gonna do it back to her dane tells zayden that he is the wing leader zayden tells him that he's not supposed to be here and dane will be receiving his orders from the section leader during war games this has dane questioning why zayden even came here with them to the outpost Zayden points out that Tarn and Scale are mates. Dane asks if they couldn't even make it more than three days away from each other. Violet tells Dane, Zayden has no control over this. It's up to Tarn and Scale. Through their new mental bond, Zayden tells her that she didn't even consider that he couldn't stay away from her. Violet elbows him. So, I told Caitlin this while we were paused so I could (laughs) write the notes. Um, But, you know the time skip probably would have helped in this situation because or not the time skip would have helped i'm saying if we had seen some of that we might have got where zayden and violet had were forming a bond and like them spending time together because how do we know that he couldn't stay away because every time
0: yeah and that's why like some stuff at the towards the end of this book but i was just like okay yeah like it
1: it doesn't you don't really buy them as a, excuse me, you don't really buy them as a romance because you don't see the, them spending time together. I do,
0: but I wanted more. Yeah.
1: Like, there could, there is potential, but there's not, like, them knowing each other or, like.
0: If you're doing enemies to lovers, it needs to be, like, a really gradual
1: Mm -hmm. and different
0: steps to it. Mm -hmm.
1: And them spending time together to get over. Yeah. Yeah. To get over their.
0: If Zayden would share a single part of him, then maybe I could believe it at this point, but... But, like, why can,
1: Why can't he stay away? What happened while they were training that made him, you know, want to stay near her? Because we don't really see them together a whole lot except in these kind of situations, and they're with people, so there's not really a whole lot of bonding going on. And
0: that's one of those things where, like, even, like, a Zayden's point of view of that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. which I haven't read the Zayden point of view chapters, but they're not from that time I know but like see him from his perspective kind of I would love like the month where he wasn't talking to her after they kissed Mm -hmm. so I could see like his mental like where Mm -hmm. he was going through and then like the time to hear Mm -hmm. would have been interesting but
1: yeah because we don't know and Mm -hmm. there could have been like a real reason why he's like well maybe i couldn't stay away from you
0: i mean i think that's just a comment i'm not reading too much into that particular thing yeah i think
1: he's just flirting with her but that's what i'm saying there might have been some underlying things that we don't know Mm -hmm. about if we wouldn't have got that stupid time skipped three times um, but anyway, he then warns that she's going to give their secret away if she keeps making it so obvious. Dane Come
0: staring at me, bye.
1: Dane just says, of course, you rushed to defend him. And then goes on to say Zayden wanted her dead six months ago.
0: Like, let it go. Violet
1: couldn't believe he went there and says as much. How dare you?
0: How did <laughs> This man... Saved my life more times than he has bothered trying to take it. So, we're fine. We're fine. It's not your business, Mr. Dane. And Zane, not. Zane doesn't deny it or anything. He just
1: sarcastically commends him on his profession, Dane, on his professionalism and leadership qualities. Because
0: Zane's like, I want to be, like, not the bigger person, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm going to let Dane look like a complete asshole in front of everybody mm-hmm. right now.
1: One of the writers ask if they just want to whip it out and measure it. See, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Liam tries not to laugh. <laughs> Mir tells them, Enough. Someone calls out, Come on, Sorengel. <laughs> Both sisters look toward the writer. He corrects himself saying, Older Sorengel and comments how this is the most entertaining thing they've seen in a long time.
0: I bet. <laughs>
1: Violet changes the subject by stating Mira's signet power is to make awards so in a scenario like this they could just use that. Then turns to Dane and tells him to be a leader and then criticizes him for forgetting his title.
0: Damn.
1: Dane gets angry but <laughs> but but ask quinn to astral project she tells him she can astral project dane makes this plan for quinn to do that around the fortress to check for weaknesses and suggests they use lamb's farsight to assist with that mayor tells him that the weakness is the wooden gate and the Navarian citizens that they have in the dungeons Dane asked Emory how his air wielding works and if they could control flames to burn civilians, not to not burn. <laughs> We're gonna oh, to not burn, to <laughs> not burn civilians. Emory tells him that Help he protect
0: them if they're already dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: Emory tells him that he would have to be close to the p- in the post to do so. Mira tells him then that's where he'll be. Amory is shocked she would suggest him leaving his dragon. Mira tells him that's why they all get hand-to-hand combat training and ask if he would let innocent people die. And then when there's no response, she says, but the real question is, how do we get to the outpost? How do we get you to the outpost without being killed? Quinn asks Dane what his signet is. Dane tells her it's above her pay grade.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Dane asks for any ideas intentionally skipping over
2: Zayden. You can't put your feelings aside. You shouldn't be in a leadership position. Oh.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: Violet gets mad at this and tells him to quit ignoring a powerful asset like Zayden's shadow wielding. Mira tells Dane that Violet is right. Dane then asks Zayden if he could do that. Zayden asks if Dane is serious
0: but here's the thing that earlier they were just like okay pretend Zayden's not here and they're like actually we're gonna use Zayden's power in this scenario
1: mm-hmm. well I think Zayden said use me as you will at oh, one okay. point but he He's said "Like, I I'm not the wing leader okay. I think basically at some point they said that or just ignore I'm here or something, you know whatever but I think he said just use me as you will yeah.
2: okay Dane tells him that he was curious if Zayden could cover that much of an area Zayden fill, <laughs> Feels, fills the room with darkness. Violet starts to panic because she can't see.
0: Girl, what do you think was going to happen? She's not that bright.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would probably panic too. But like, you know what's happening. Zayden brushes her cheek and tells her mentally to relax. It's just him.
0: She thought it was something else?
1: No. <laughs> he's telling her to to relax about the darkness. Yeah. And he's like, it's just me
0: i know but like but why is she just like why the lights go out <laughs> after they just had this thing of and be like you can't so. even, you can't even make it that dark I and zayden's like i think so i think and that's just- like oh no <laughs> turn off the lights <laughs> she's, she's not like, that smart it's just me sweetie it's just me that's exactly what happened I would probably be the same but then i think i would recognize like oh they just had that conversation i wasn't really listening but i heard the tail end of it i can't i can't she's just slow process her
2: <laughs> she's she's not she's, go on got nothing in my brain violet wanted to tell him violet wanted to tell him that just him was terrifying. <laughs> she thinks this communication might go one way. Violet thinks about how all of their signets match their personalities. So like, Mira's protective.
1: Dane has to know everything. And then she gets to Zayden and she's like,
0: Zayden has secrets. <laughs> Zayden has secrets. He's a very dark boy. He's always in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Riddick's, was Riddick's ice. Yeah, Riddick's not an icy boy.
1: He's not an icy boy. Is he
0: just Elsa from Frozen?
1: They haven't gone over the other ones; just those three. But like Riddick being ice, I don't know. Liam probably sees everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see Liam. Mm-hmm. That making sense. Rhiannon wants stuff. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> that makes sense. Sawyer, I'm not sure. It's the ice, which ice being such a common thing, it's interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't know. Mm-hmm. i just like we gotta give them something. Nice. Zayden tells him he could surround the whole outpost, but doesn't want to freak anyone out. Zayden allows his shadows to disappear, and everyone but Emery, who has probably seen them before, looks a little green at witnessing how big Zayden's powers are. Mira looks like looks at Zayden like he's a threat that needs to be taken out. <laughs> Zayden teases Violet through the bond that she hopes she that he hopes she didn't get any ideas while they were in the dark. Mm, spicy. <laughs> you the one touching her, dude. Violet demands Tarn to get Zayden out of her head because he's being a pain in the ass. Tarn tells her to shield him or just talk back because she can be a pain in the ass, too. Oh, I love him. I know. Violet asks how she can talk back to him. Tarn tells her to figure which pathway in her mind is his. When the hypothetical is over, Amira tells Dane, Zayden, and Violet that she wants to speak to them alone. They go into the staircase, and Amira throws up a sound shield. Dane tells her he's impressed at her shield. Kissing
0: her ass.
2: For real. <laughs>
0: really cool shield you got here, Amira. Good job. Nice. She's like, shut it.
2: Uh, yeah, that's exactly I'm sorry, right. I, I
0: just saw that.
2: <laughs> that's just what I would do. I'm sorry. Mira tells him to shut up and ask if he's forgotten he is a squad leader and might make it to wing leader next year. She's like, stop making a
0: fool of yourself.
2: Violet realizes that Mira is pissed and tries to back away, but can't because Zayden is blocking her. (laughs) She's like, I want no part in this. Dane starts, but Mira shuts him down, telling him he's pissing away his opportunity because he's mad that Violet's dragon is bonded to Zayden's dragon. Dane tells Mira that Zayden is the worst thing for Violet. Mira says she's not going to argue that, but whatever is going on between Violet and Dane is messing with their squad and they need to get their s together. If she would have known this is how things would be, she wouldn't have told Violet to find Dane after parapet. Dane nods and so does Violet. Mira orders Dane to get back in there. After Dane leaves, Mira tells Violet to get back in there before turning on Zayden. She asks is this, if this is what Violet can expect next year. Violet realizes that Mira is pissed and tries to... Uh, why does that say that again? Oh,
1: I missed one. Sorry. If We had a we had a whoopsie. Just skip it.
0: Whoops! <laughs> well, okay. That time. Caitlin's Stern. <laughs> there was some formatting issues. We're not really neat. sure what happened.
1: I thought I was... You're at the wrong ty- place. I, I, was t- I thought I was typing in the right place and I was not.
0: Zayden comments about Dane still being an asshole before Mira continues on, stating that mated dragons typically bond riders in the same year. It's crazy to expect next year to be easy with them having to fly back and forth to each other. Zayden reminds her that he didn't have a choice, and Violet argues the same, asking if Mira expects them to tell Taryn and Sigal what to do. I was like, this is important, I need all this. So Violet, this is from the book. Well, Violet's all like, what am I supposed to do? Tell the dragons how it's going to be and everything. Because, you know, telling dragons what to do doesn't always work out. And this is Mira. Yes, she exclaims, turning towards me. Because you can't live this way, Violet. You'll be the one who ends up missing the training you need because he's the more powerful of the two of you right now. But if you don't get to focus on your training, then that's how it will always be. You won't ever become who Taran can push you to be. Is that what you're after, Ryerson? Mira, I whisper, shaking my head. You're wrong about him. Listen to me. He might wield shadows, Violet, but give him his way and you'll become one. That reminds me of Grey's Anatomy. He's not the sun. You are. That won't happen, I promise her. It will if he has anything to say about it. She her gaze flickers back to him killing someone isn't the only way to destroy them keeping you from reaching your potential seems like a great path to the re- retribution he swore against her mother think long and hard how well do you even know him i suck in a breath i trust zayden at least i think i do but mira's right there are infinite ways to demolish someone without ending their life that's what i thought the look in her eyes turns to something worse than anger It's pity. Do you even know why he hates her mother so much? Why the kids like him? Why the kids like him are put on the para? I'm right here. Zayden interrupts, rising to the same step to stand to stand at my side. In case you didn't notice, you're kind of hard to miss. She retorts. You're not listening. His voice lowers. I am here. Tarn didn't drag her back to Basgaith. He didn't break through her shields and pour his emotions into her. He didn't demand she fly across the fing kingdom. Your sister is right here. I'm the one who left my post, my position, and my executive officer in charge of my wing. She's not missing out on shit. And next year, when you're a brand new lieutenant, what shit is she gonna miss out on them? We'll figure it out. I reached for her hand and squeeze. Mira, he's taken every spare minute he has to train me on the mat for challenges and take me flying in hopes that I'll finally figure out how to keep my damn seat without Tarn holding me in place. He's, she flinches, you can't keep your seat? No, it's barely a whisper and the heat of embarrassment scorches my skin. How the hell can you not? Her mouth hangs open. Because I'm not you, I shout. She rears back like I've slapped her, our hands breaking apart. But you, you look so much stronger now. "'My joints and muscles are stronger "'because Imogen makes me lift these horrible weights, "'but that doesn't fix me.' "'Mira Blanche's, "'No, I, I didn't mean like that, Vi. "'You're not anything that needs to be fixed. "'I just didn't know you couldn't hold your seat. "'Why didn't you tell me? "'Because there's nothing you can do about it.' A force a wry smile. "'There's nothing anyone can do about the way I'm made. "'A long, uncomfortable silence stretches between us, "'for as close as we are, "'there's still so much we don't share.' she's getting better Zayden offers his voice even and calm the first few weeks here were disastrous hey he caught me before I hit the ground I argue barely Zayden grumbles before turning back to Mira you don't have to trust me good because I don't she says all of that power in the hands of someone with your history is bad enough but to know your dragons are so tangled up that you can't be more than three days from Violet is unacceptable in every possible way I can think she goes completely still Her eyes unfocusing. Back to the notes. Tarn yells at Violet through their mental bond that a drift of griffins are headed for them. The heck? Griffins? Mira panics, saying the wards are down. She hugs her sister, saying she has to go violet tries to argue wanting to help amira reminds her that tarn is spent from keeping violet seated while writing if you love me violet you'll go so i don't have to worry about you too mira yells at zayden to get her out of there i don't trust you but here's my sister <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there zayden tries convincing mira that he'd be more useful there fighting but mira states that he is actually violet's best shot mira looks back at her sister saying she loves her and not to die she'd hate to be an only child Violet notes that there's no grin with the comment, like on conscription day. As Zayden pulls her along, Violet worries over leaving her sister behind. Once again, she tries telling Mira to let her stay. Mira instead looks at Zayden, saying, "If she, if he wants if he wants her to trust him, she has he has to get Violet out and figure out a way to keep her seat." Violet tells her sister again that she loves her as they leave. Zayden asked if she can try. Oh my gosh, the he-she's I'm getting mixed up with. Zayden asks if he can trust Violet to go get her things without running off. She gets her stuff and meets back up with him, noticing that his pack looks lighter than whenever they first arrived. Then they try to leave, but Zayden considers it too dangerous to walk out and says they need to go up. He tells her to climb. Violet continues arguing that Tarn would be a better use helping the riders in battle. She realizes Dane is in front of them, who says he agrees with Zayden. He tells her to consider the other first year's lives. Violet recognizes that this isn't just about her. Good girl. Good girl. When they make it to the roof, everyone mounts their dragons. Violet worries about not being able to mount Tarn at such an angle. Zayden shouts the order to load. Dane tries to argue when his name is called, but Zayden orders him, again, saying he's got Violet. Dane states that he trusts Zayden to look out for her. Again. Zayden just comments that there's a lot of trust going around today. He's like, (laughs) people keep on telling me that today and I'm not used to it. Dire situations, my dude. Dane looks at Violet before mounting calf. Violet calls out to Tarn, who says he's doing what can be done before coming over there. Violet is still messed up over having to leave everyone here. It feels wrong.
1: Zayden looks back at her with understanding and compassion. He reaches, cupping her face, bringing his mouth to hers. Violet realizes this might be the last time they kiss. After, he presses his forehead to her, saying, leave for me, Violet violet knows that zayden is just stalling for tarn and scale to arrive she tells zayden she's going to hate him for this and he says he can live with that he helps her into the position as she says a final you then tarn appears throwing her onto him violet tries to convince him to go back tarn says he's done everything he can and refuses to risk her life he tells her to hold on so he can outfly the griffins Violet looks back, seeing Zayden and Scale behind them. Then down below, dozens of griffins swarm.
0: Dun dun dun.
1: Yeah, so that second kiss is a distraction. Yeah,
0: and she recognizes it, she's and she's like,
1: pissed about yeah. it.
0: But like, yeah. like when it's explained, never Dane is like, "You need to be thinking about other people right now." Mm-hmm. She she does. She considers she everybody, it. and she's mm-hmm. just like, oh. but then she thinks about the people. Mm-hmm. down below and the civilians and everything and she's like Well, what about them mm-hmm. you know it's the whole who would you rather save scenario mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah the griffins are out and about yeah they are and uh their hypothetical mm-hmm. is no longer a hypothetical it is not <laughs> like okay so what have we learned today <laughs> but yeah i don't have anything else to say about that chapter yeah i think
2: that's that all it was a long ass chapter
0: now you see my pain so i guess that's it. I don't know what happens next. We'll find out at some point. Eventually. Eventually we will. But um Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We're gonna cover some more chapters of Fourth Wing at some point. Do another bonus episode, maybe.
1: Hopefully we don't have a, a month-long winter storm. So
0: that would be horrible. <laughs> maybe a week, but yeah, maybe a week. Well, the, you're, the sun is gonna shine. It's gonna be 70 degrees you, within the month. You uh yeah.
2: It'll only snow again if possible You remember the last time we
1: had an ice storm, it was like two weeks without us being able to do anything. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we don't have have to go through that again.
0: I always hear about the ice storm
1: uh, the year I was born. I do too. Not the year I was born because that's a different...
0: Yeah. (laughs) But like, it made sense why at school there were so many kids of a certain age. People were bored during that ice storm. I'm just putting that out there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's not when I happened, but <laughs> the timeline doesn't work that way. But. My parents had a waterbed, so they had to get
1: another they had to have another bed because they couldn't use the
0: waterbed cuz the power was
1: out in an ice storm, so the the waterbed froze. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like dad was coming home when it started.
0: It's like a giant ice pack. Yeah.
1: So dad you was coming home it. when it started and this Uh, they lived out in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. And, like, he said trees were just popping from all the, Mm -hmm. everything going on. And, like, he was having to, like, move uh, trees out of the road and stuff.
0: My parents were in college town
1: yeah i think dad said he had to borrow some guy's chainsaw and like just yeah, to get I the bet. road out and we're stuff. not
0: equipped for that kind of leather <laughs> no we are not and that's just we have to like call in our resources call in the big guys from up we, north
1: yeah we do we don't have
0: any kind of like road plows equipment, or
1: anything pl- like snow plows or anything because it happens so rarely
0: yeah so uh by the time this episode comes out hopefully we're out of snowmageddon <laughs> hopefully we're preparing I, I need to go
1: buy puzzles because the last time um i'm gonna bring so many books yeah yeah um so i hope everybody's doing well um the last time there was a ice storm there was a pregnant lady that died from her cop boyfriend who was married killed her not here in this area but another why are state you saying him. this because i just watched the video on it and i was like oh my god i was just about and to her, say and her uh <laughs>
0: and it's still labeled a suicide she just keeps going <laughs> it was labeled a suicide i was just about to say i hope y'all are all okay too because by the time this episode comes out we've read crescent city three hopefully um but then peyton had to make it really sad and morbid <laughs> i'm sorry did the baby die too yes oh my god she was barely pregnant like
1: oh yeah i'll show you the video
0: i think i'm good i don't like sad ones
1: it's a i
0: mean they're all sad whenever people die i'm sorry it's a true crime is not entertainment anyway
1: yeah anyway
0: bye <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening uh remember to follow us on the instagram at let's call it nothing pod and we will talk to you next time bye,
2: bye.